Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Yes, hello everyone. Thank you for tuning in. And in the, in the intro song there, you heard me introduce myself and then you heard Cody introduce himself. That's uh, right. Me, Cody Crane. <laughs> uh, did did that fool you, everyone? Well, guess Nothing what? Nothing to be fooled. I love Survivor. My picks are always great. They popped. This this year they they did. You're right, Cody. Uh actually, the we're we're pulling the rug out from under you. Because, gotcha. It's um, me, Ashton Kutcher. You've yeah, been punked. You've been punked. Cody is... Uh, this happened a few times this year with, with the both of us. It's hard to get us both in a room lately. Cody is in Calgary for the Calgary Fan Expo where he is performing um, his podcast, I believe, is what he's yeah, doing there. The Inferior Podcast. Yeah, not this podcast. Calgary, which is close to where a certain man... Uh, who was voted out tonight lives uh, bidding or at least close to uh closer to Cody right now than he is. <laughs> yeah. To us. Than it is to us. Um, but with us, we have returning guests, probably the most returning guest. Probably. Yeah. Chris George. That's Chris, me. <laughs> yeah. So returning <laughs> that he can introduce himself. <laughs> well, I knew you were going to do it, but I, I I've done that on occasion. So I figured I'd do it again because it always makes you chuckle. Um, yeah, it made me laugh so fucking hard. (laughs) (laughs) See, we really wanted to get this pod off to a good start. Unfortunately, the Canadians will not get a three-peat with our Dungeons and Dragons storyline finally being removed from Survivor. So, Chris... It's funny that Dungeons and Dragons gets brought up in this episode because you are um, a board game guy. That's true. That's, I think, when did I, did I first meet you playing board games? No. No, probably when, probably Comedy Survivor. Yeah. Okay. Comedy Survivor. But I know you as a board game man. That's, and you also have a YouTube channel called Room and Board. That's true. If you want to talk about board games, if we like talking about Survivor, well, I I almost like talking about board games as much as I like talking about Survivor. And uh, yeah, well, t- today today you can combine them both because because mm-hmm. um, Kane Kane brought up met his glorious end, and Kane kind of did a uh, uh, a whole thing about Dungeons and Dragons tonight. Had a co- confessions about D and D. I mean, he's been doing that for the last three, and I really feel like producers just don't know what to do with him. And they're like, ah, let's give him something, I guess. Yeah. You, you like D&D? Yeah, just talk about that. And that's been his kind of only content in the last few episodes. I feel like he's been really shafted in, in that regard because there have been so many other gr- better stories and more exciting things. And so they're like, well, we'll give Kane D&D. He's a nerd. You get it? I, I, I guess tonight is the first time it's lodged in my memory that he's, I know he's talked about nerd shit, but is this the, this isn't the first time he talked about D&D. No, he's talked about, he's like, it's like when D&D, I'm like running through the forest on a quest okay. when they were looking for the keys. And right, yeah, right. I, I okay, feel like I'm it's been brought up the last like three or so. 
I know he's so, brought up Lord of the Rings and the Jedi and yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. He is like, I feel like in the 2000s, those were the three things, like the three punchlines for nerds. And yeah. I feel like the, <laughs> the, the overall nerd tapestry has grown so much in the last uh, decade and a half. Yeah, that it feels just like forced. I think that's the reason because yeah. the nerd tapestry is so is so much larger. And they're like, "Oh, D and D, he's a nerd." I'm like, "Well, that archetype's kind of outdated." And so is uh, Kane's playstyle of just vote with the majority and hope everything will work out. It's so funny uh, this week, Kane. Uh, we'll 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 get into the D and D stuff, but Kane by the tribe by the. Chris, I don't know if you've been listening, but I have been having so much trouble remembering the tribe names. Tika, Ratu, and Soka. Tika is the middle people. That's yeah. Carolyn. Yeah, Who, they're, they're, a Tika member will win this game. <laughs> yeah, uh, likely. Soka is Danny's tribe, right? Correct, yeah. So the Soka members are being like, Kane is the threat. We need to get Kane out. He's smart. And I'm like, why do they think that? I honestly think that's it, they don't. I think that's just a nice thing to say. I think that's the kind of thing you say when you're like, um, well, I kind of want Jamie and Lauren to be around because they're horrible players. So I guess we take out Kane by default because he's the better of the three. Do you think Jamie and Lauren are horrible players? I don't think Jamie's a horrible player. I think Lauren's an absolutely atrocious player and has been this whole game. Interesting. Why do you say that? I haven't, well, I haven't, I haven't noticed that she's a good player, but I haven't noticed that she's atrocious. Well, she's just kind of fading into the background. The way she got her extra vote was wild. And the way that she just wasted it, like in no world, her using this extra vote right now in any combination of the votes would make any sense whatsoever. Because yeah, she's even... She's even using it. They have if if they're voting if they're voting with Tika and Tika's on their side, mm-hmm. I mean, then they have a three three split, and then the other team votes for three. Do they think the other team has garnered an extra vote? Maybe that's the only possible way I could see that being used. If they're trying, if they think, well, I got an extra vote, so probably everybody got an extra vote who went on that journey. But mm-hmm. the people who went on that journey with her aren't still in the game, so that shouldn't matter, and. Yeah, it's it's just like in no world does playing the extra vote at this point in time make any sense whatsoever. And she just like happily did it. And I think Tika didn't tell her that it was foolish because they're like, yeah, use your extra vote. This is stupid. Both extra votes went to Heidi as well. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and on the minority of things, too. So it's not even like Ratu was like, yeah, we'll use all four of our votes because we know we're a solid voting block to vote someone out. No, 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 no. We're going to split it with Tika so that three votes are going to Heidi. And then we're relying on Tika to make up the vast majority of four. It's just like the most absurd gameplay that I've ever seen. And I've seen every single bit of Survivor gameplay. So, yeah, they kind of screwed it. Okay, but okay. So in the end, five people voted for Kane anyway. So it's not as if they could have used it. Like, had they no. even known that Tika was going to flip. And that's the point. If Tika flips, the extra vote is also garbage, right? Like, either Tika's with you or not. And either either one member of Tika might be with you. Like, the only way you could see it being potentially useful would be as if Carson was with Ratu. Because then they have four, plus an extra one is five. And then Jam Jam and Carolyn flip to Soka, right? Because those seem to be the lines. Everybody thinks Carolyn's just going with Jam Jam. And so, like, even if that's the fear, then all five of their votes should be on the uh, the 
the one person, Joel, on our Zoom call, just gave me a thumbs up reaction. Oh, this is like, this is... <laughs> and, and I feel very vindicated that he agrees with my very correct take. It's some glitch in my <laughs> in my Zoom that just sends these random emojis. It happens during therapy. I, I like... wish. <laughs> that's even that's even better. How yeah. are you feeling, Joel? Broken heart emoji. <laughs> oh no, what's going on? Maybe uh, think about this thumbs down emoji. <laughs> sorry, Chris. I started laughing because I saw the, <laughs> the, the, the thing going through. No, no, it was it was uh I wish this was a video for everybody to see, yeah. but you'll just have to live through our retelling of the situation. Okay, so let's 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 go back to the lighter note I was trying to start the episode on because I do I Listen, extra votes and final nine can be a pretty interesting vote. And uh, obviously, on paper, it looked pretty interesting with mm-hmm. the amount of different people being vote- voted for tonight. Um, but this was more... It was more confusing when I then I saw Franny voted for Jamie and all this weird stuff. I, it was just confusing. But anyways, thank you for trying to make sense of some of it. Yeah, it's um, it is it is a bit confusing. I think it ends up being a status quo thing, but uh, points points do go to Franny. Franny's gotten a couple points back from her atrocious play when she decided to send her only ally home. Completely, just completely decided that he would go home. Um, that was that was. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm the only one standing between Matt going home and uh, Matt not going home. Yeah. And I would be completely safe. Yeah, I'll, I'll let my my ally go home just completely just because. Uh, so she's earned back some more points, though, because she's the only one calling that Tika is in the middle and is going to middle their way to the finals. OK, so I want to go. I want to go back to the lighter note that I wanted to start. The yes. On. Yes. Dungeons and Dragons. Are you a big D&D guy? I've played multiple um, types of Dungeons and Dragons, like multiple role-playing systems. I've actually never played Dungeons and Dragons, but I've played some cool uh, role-playing systems like the Mouse Guard and Dungeon World uh, and the the Maze of the Blue Medusa. So those are all pretty cool. I gotta, I gotta imagine when you're when you're playing D and D, it all relies on the imagination of the different people you're playing with and all this stuff. There's a lot of Filling in the gaps to do, right? Yeah. With the players and, of course, the DMs. You want to pick your your who you're campaigning with carefully, no? Yeah, I'd say so. So would you do a campaign with Kane? Oh, I think Kane would be fun to play a D&D campaign with. I think I would, he would. I think yeah, he's no, goofy. I, I think he likes being goofy. I think... Uh, I think he would take it the exact amount of seriousness seriously that I would I would like it to be taken mm-hmm. that I take my RPGs. I think Kane would I think Kane would kill it. So at least he's got that representation going for him. Okay. Cool. Cool. I thought I, I've been so used to Cody. <laughs> like with even with the little Kane uh <laughs> uh uh stuff we've gotten this far, every time Kane gets brought up, Cody has something negative to say about him. <laughs> Uh, just the just throwing out the uh, the chances we have to ever have him on the podcast. Um, well, he can come on with you and I. I think. Yeah, I think and Kane. We, I think Kane got underutilized both in like a tribe sense, a strategy sense, and uh, and an edit sense too. Just because there were more interesting characters to 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 go for. 
I, I think this Kane has potential. I, I still think Kane has potential, but I think Kane Kane got cocky. And then by the time he realized he was cocky, he didn't have the stuff in place mm-hmm. to actually play the game. Um, uh, I think Kane, uh, what, what he had potential in my eyes was to have like an epic level burnout, like, like Jacob uh, Derwin, like Jacob Derwin, or even like, I don't know if, if, if Helen. the vote had gone last week, who, sorry, Helen, Helen so from mad. this season. Yeah. I'm so mad. She got voted out so early. That's such uh, high hopes. Well, I was hoping she would like, he would, he would like, if, if the vote had gone his way last week and he becomes like Carl and David versus Goliath, this mm. week, like, <laughs> like swinging in his hammock, telling people what to do. <laughs> yeah. I drinking, like that drinking been, his beer. Yeah. I feel like that would have been fun to watch. Like just to have, but, but the way it stands now, it's sort of like, I don't know. I feel like, um, this was bound to happen from, because last week, uh, I feel like Carson, Jam Jam and Carolyn voting with yeah. the, uh, Ratu the Ratu people, uh, having known and they, I mean, at least Jam and, uh, Car- Carson from our perspective knew about Danny's idol. Yeah. They, they keep their hands clean and they can stay on the good sides of Soka by um, voting for Kane, you know? Yeah. And, and in the long run, I agree that Danny's the bigger threat, and, but you do want to keep Danny as a threat around. I mean, it's you do. Still, yeah. Like, and because Danny wants to work with you, Danny was the one going against Franny being like, it's not the time to take out Tika. Yeah. And I agree. It isn't the time, but it's the time to take out Tika next week for anyone else or else Tika just walks their way to the final. I, I, I have been enjoying seeing tribal lines. Um, yeah. Understanding the alliances better than we have post-merge probably since, I don't know, Island of the Idols or even before yeah. then. I think, I think that's um, a testament to, honestly, Ratu's poor play. I think that's why the tribal lines are so clear because Ratu is just like, we had the majority. Ha ha ha. We're just going to, we're just going to win. And everyone's just going to hand us everything. Cause Carson's our little tag along. And it's probably similar to David versus Goliath. Thinking about that back in the day yeah. is I think the Goliaths played poorly. Right. Yeah. Um, but it made for very good TV because we knew we, we had our underdogs and we knew who to root for. And like, yeah. we, we knew where everybody was, um, Angelina, Angelina. Well, we had, well, I mean, it was a good season, but well, uh, we, we saw Angelina's impact upon the game happening in this game as well, uh, with the negotiations for rice. I'm done seeing that. I am, uh, uh, just all four of these seasons, obviously of the forties, um, 41 to 44 have all had little rhymes with each other in terms of twists and all this stuff. But a big chunk of this episode being about this rice negotiation, I am over it. I don't need it on my TV anymore. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't really bring that much. I, I liked what Danny was saying. No, let's be the let's be the season that actually plays. That would have been interesting. <laughs> you know, he's the guy that's like, hey, we won't vote for you. Scott's on her. 
but that's that was honestly one of my favorite moments of this episode was I like that was such clear gameplay from Danny, right? Yeah. And even I think Tribal says, I never was a scout, which was so funny. Yeah. Such a good line. But but yeah, I think when he saw some Ratu members waffling and deciding if they would go, he'd be like, Yeah, I won't vote for you. And he ensures that the Ratu members drop out. It gives him a better chance of winning. And it puts the people that he wants to target not in contention. I think that was 100% strategic by Danny. And he used that to his advantage, not for the rice, because I think he would have been fine without it, but for uh, for the immunity purposes. So so because of that, I, I appreciated Danny working it in that way. But um, yeah, I agree. Um, so let's go back because the first thing we see, I guess, is them all coming back from tribal. We get some talk from the people getting who got blindsided. There's laughter mm-hmm. about them wishing they split the vote, which it is funny that they didn't. And it's and absolutely it, ludicrous that they didn't. But I also feel like that's that's Tika's hand is in that or even Carson's hand could have been in that right yeah. the only way they don't split the vote is if Carson is planting the seeds of doubt that Jam Jam and Carolyn might flip if they do you and know? they were saying I, th- I believe in this episode that, that that Brandon was the one who wanted to split the vote yeah and in exit press Brandon has said so he he lobbied for there to split the vote to the point where he thought there would be a split vote oh I thought they were saying that Brandon was the one who didn't want to split it that's what I was oh, hearing really? from the yeah from the episode. Like, well, Brandon was the only one who didn't want to split it, so that's oh, why he's gone. Okay, okay, all right. Well, I guess I misheard that because maybe because I had been sp- yeah yeah, yeah by his exit press where he was saying that he wa- he wanted to. Split. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, then we do an idle, an idle hunt, which which gets introduced by Kane. So I'm like, okay, so it's not going to be Kane because I thought gonna Danny be- was going to get it. Again, yeah, and then we get because yeah, we hadn't even had a, a Heidi uh, moment in the episode yet, but Heidi finds the idol. Um, shout out to Heidi, good for you. I um, I'm very happy with how Heidi is is doing, but I fear she is playing like she's she's playing a Susie game, and she needs to Susie from Gabon. <laughs> you know, no, yeah, uh, and she needs to have she, sort of she needs to have something that'll set her mm-hmm. apart because she's gonna she can make it to the end and she's been playing really well, but I don't think anybody's gonna give her credit for what she's done. But uh, but I, I think Susie was a bit more caustic of a player too. Was pissing mm. more people off. Yeah, yeah. Way. Um, uh, and 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 it's not it's not as if we haven't seen a winner uh, recently where it's we don't see much of their game and then. Mm-hmm. We just find out about all the relationships that they made along the way at tri- final tribal council. So you know. Natalie Anderson winners <laughs> of war, <laughs> or or a certain Gabler, Chris Underwood. Yeah, well, Chris Underwood for <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what that's what Heidi needs to do. She needs to go to Ponderosa <laughs> for a bit. Yeah, campaign there, and then yeah, that's what she should do. Instead of looking for the idol, she should hop in a boat, swim over paddle over be like hey everyone just wanted to let you know here's the update here's what i'm doing uh okay i'm gonna go back to camp hey, do you guys want to do a quick D campaign <laughs> kane's setting the stage maybe kane, that's what kane's gonna do at ponderosa yeah i don't know if kane's a dm or a player though he feels like he's a player but i guess because he's talked about it so much he, he must be a dm well brandon's a dm oh brandon's a dm yeah <laughs> oh perfect that's why they got yeah. that's why they got along so well yeah yeah um, 
It is. It's fun seeing uh, the jury be. Uh, actually, all the the merge boots so far have been men. After the yeah, the pre merge being so female heavy, um, so it's it's been it's been nice because I I realized tonight that like oh it's it's nine people and five of them are girls so. With yeah. all, all this, all this talk about the pre-merge, which is obviously still a, an issue, and people were rightfully upset, even though it's not. Um, but it is, it is reassuring I mean, to see. Uh, uh, and we're having a female winner of the season anyway. Carolyn is winning this season. So yeah, like we get to this day uh, of rest, which I saw a couple posts this week being like twenty-six days is way too short. They have no time, no time to hang out. It's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, game, game, game. Um, or jam, jam, jam. Jam, jam, jam. Yeah, jam, jam, jam. Um, uh, the, but I guess they had one day off where they weren't going to tribal council and they got to play this I spy with a letter game. I, I want to say this. You like D&D or, or, you know, like board games. You like I, I spy? I hate <laughs> I spy. I think oh, it's yeah, a boring it's, fucking game. It's awful. Yeah. A better version push- of that of that like letter game, as you say, like I went to the store and I got TP, and I have to guess what you got. I mean, TP is pretty easy, but that's I just do use that as an example. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. But yeah, like I Spy is such an annoying game. So, uh, just looking around and people having to guess what it is. It's like, what game is that? Dumbest TP stands for uh, Tantric Pomplamoose, to be clear, for those of you tantric who are still wondering. Is that <laughs> wondering. That's the that's the T adjective yeah. you thought of? Tantric? <laughs> is that like a, a a grapefruit that's an aphrodisiac? Yeah, something like that. You'll know it when you buy it. So yeah, they're playing this game that Jam Jam brought them where they they say I spy with a letter. And uh Franny says firewood, and then Carolyn says, uh, I spy something that starts with ass. <laughs> like, I don't know. Fucking Franny's ass. <laughs> I thought she said ass and I thought she was looking at Jam Jam's stomach. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was like, oh. stomach. <laughs> I think they were actually making fun of her for F. They, she, F or S yeah. or F. <laughs> I thought she said ass. <laughs> Honestly, Carolyn is such an incredible treasure i've loved every moment she's been on screen and she's killing this game and and she okay so she got to this point of talking about her addiction and her fiance Mm -hmm. and her son and all this stuff and uh obviously was sort of holding court it seemed with all the players asked them to raise their hand if they ever felt like the weird kid all this stuff yeah um which obviously is endearing and makes them all sort of root for him. And we get a perspective from Franny of Franny being like, Carolyn uh, is, is so authentically herself and blah, blah, blah. And then we get at the end of her, of Carolyn's confessional, which I just thought was, was an Easter egg. Her being like, I want them to underestimate me. Yeah. I want them to think I'm confused. Yeah. It's such a great line. And I think she's she's crushing it. I think this is Carolyn's winner. Like, if it hasn't been clear up until now, her winner episode for me was at the mer- at the feast with Danny and yeah. Brandon. Oh yeah, yeah. We talked that about was, that when it happened. It was yeah. a very. 
there were if if she wins, there's very obvious winner quotes. Yeah, in that confession, I'm like, that's that's where she's she's wins for me. Mm-hmm. But here it's like, okay, she's got to win the episode. She's got to win the game. I feel like Jam Jam's being kind of set up as like the Zeke sort of mastermind. You know what I mean? And then Carolyn is. Uh, I think Carolyn's going to take him out with her idol. I'm interested to see where the Jam Jam Carolyn thing goes because they we saw tonight they so often disagree on where mm-hmm. to go with the vote and, and jam jam did get his way but i think it was to correct call for the tikas to go with yeah. kane yeah i think da- like having danny and franny around are good f- is good for them for now yeah um i think danny and franny will soon turn on each other and i think i think franny's gonna lead the charge to try to get a tika member out next episode Mm-hmm. But I think T- all Tika needs to do is pitch like, hey, would Why you want Soka to have three? Carson? I don't know. I think because Carson's sick, his his threat level's low. And what I loved about the live tribal is that y- Carson came out looking like roses out of that live tribal. It felt like everyone was going to Carson. And he was, And it felt like once Carson talked to you, you calmed down and you sat back in your seat. Because you're like, it was yeah. like Carson was a person to talk to. He's like, okay, don't worry, Lauren, I got you. And then like they both checked in with Carson. He's like, no, the plan's the same. Don't worry. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's doing the, uh, <laughs> he's doing the the Keith nail. The Keith nail. Stick May to the he plan. rest in peace. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. Though. <laughs> 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 Keith Nail saying that did anything but calm people down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He Carson, I thought that was Carson's standout moment of the episode is I was noticing how people were interacting with him at Tribal. I think Carson, I don't know. I love I love all the three from Tika. Like, I just yeah, love the. Great. I would be so happy if any of them won. It feels so deserved. Uh, it's, it seems to me that it's either one of the three of them or Franny. To me right yeah. now, edit wise and trajectory wise. Danny, Danny's making a push in terms of like if he's able to aggressively get there. Yeah. You know, like he's in the hot seat now. He's got to work hard, and I don't think he's gonna be able to to make it. But if he could I think, if he could I, bulldoze his way into the finals, he would have a really good case. Yeah, if he makes the finale, they they um they gotta keep an eye on that guy. I mean, I, I mean, I just I think it's the right move to keep him around yeah to, to as I agree. A meat shield sort of keep the threats around um but uh yeah they do need to keep an eye on it obviously i think when push comes to shove they they need yeah. to to chop the head off but yeah and i wonder if he'll see it coming from them they i mean i i also wonder and this is looking ahead quite a bit like if and when do Tika need to start making the decisions on their own in keeping with their keeping like people underestimating them, you know, once they start making decisions on their own, is that when people actually start? Yeah. Like Franny's I, I, good. Franny's right to be afraid of them. I yeah. think uh, Franny's the only one seeing it coming. Yeah. But I, but, I also think just, just talking about it right now, I think everybody wants to sit next to Carolyn. I think everybody does. I think Carolyn is living up to her playing like Nora and then she's just going to rock them at tribal council. Yeah. I just, oh, I can't wait. If she, I hope if she so. talks to them, if like she, she can do to it. us, like, you know, yeah. 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 I don't know. see anyone wanting to target Carolyn at this point. Yeah. It, right. They're going to target jam jam before they target Carolyn. And even they're going to target Carson before they target Carolyn. But I just think with this story, this backstory they gave them, this, this is a reason for them to like, 
in between the final four tribal and in and the the final tribal this is them being like you know remember that all that stuff Car- i really like carolyn i really want to vote for carolyn you know mm-hmm. I, where with nora it was like nora is psycho she's funny yeah. but yeah, yeah yeah i have no reason my free meeting will end in 10 minutes that's okay we can stop and and continue yeah that's what we'll do um uh, and uh We'll take an ad break when it's done. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. C- Carolyn uh, definitely popped this episode, had a whole commercial break um, devoted to her. But I, I mean, there's something to be said. I mean, I'm starting to get, at first I didn't notice about the 26 day thing, you know, but when mm-hmm. they literally pointed out, hey, we'll, all we do is game, game, game. Is talk or as or as uh, Jam Jam said, talk 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 about game. Yeah, it's nice to have some downtime. They're literally telling us why the why the players don't like twenty six days. Yeah, um, I think I don't I don't think we're going to see a switch back to thirty nine, which is which is unfortunate. I feel, but um, I think. I don't know. Uh, the the sort of underrated players have still been been moving forward and getting in, which I I would worry that the larger players are more benefited by a shorter season. Like Australian Survivor is so long; it's fifty days, and yeah. so you have to just be invisible. It's almost like Big Brother; you have to be invisible for like yeah. the first half of it, and then come around, right? which isn't necessarily that exciting here. If you're going game, 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 like stakes are always so high and the pressure's on for you to turn up or you only have a limited amount of time to show why you should be there and what, and what you've done in that, in that yeah, time. I remember, I mean, I haven't watched too much big brother in my life, but I remember yeah, me neither. really amazed with the guy who won big brother Canada last year. Because mm-hmm. honestly, he's one of the mo- most strategic and smartest players I've ever seen. One play one of any of these games, and he. I, really I didn't know I won Big Brother last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, honestly, you would love this guy. Yeah, you see him. I'm sure you've heard about him. I don't watch that much Big Brother, so probably but, not. No, you. But okay, well, it, it was quite talked about last year that he was. Uh, he just to the very end, to the point where the. The guy he was brought to the final, the final uh, two. Wow! Because, because he was so underestimated by his alliance members, and meanwhile, everyone on the jury was like coming to like as me as soon as they're voted out. I was like, "Oh fuck, I got played by Kevin." It was this guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was it Kevin? I feel like I know Kevin. Yeah. Well, there's two Big Brother Canada Kevins, and and that one. And, that one and they're they're actually the two uh, very strategic yeah winners um note to self if you're ever on survivor or big brother vote out anyone named kevin or be named kevin yeah change your name change before your going name on the kevin. pod yeah that's that's a pretty good idea yeah that's actually why cody isn't here he's getting a legal name change yeah at the calgary calgary fan expo kevin crane that's where you go um, he's who's the guy he's meeting? He wants to meet James McAvoy. He's getting a signature from James McAvoy, and he might do an episode with uh, Harvey, who plays Guillermo on uh, 
right. on what we do in the shadows. Yes, Harvey Gillen. He was in. Uh, He's a great guy because uh, I was on an episode of What We Do in the Shadows, and he uh, was lovely to interact with. He was my favorite person out of the cast to interact with, but they were all pretty pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but uh, what else happened in this episode? We get the we the challenge is that oh. I was worried about Carson. They they brought up his throw yeah, up a bit too. A bit, yeah. I am concerned about Carson as well. We've already had two medevacs this season, and yeah. it doesn't feel that way considering it's been so good and dynamic. I also I also love this is jumping ahead a bit, but I love that Jamie's idol, which is not an idol, which mm-hmm. was put by Matt, which we never got to see the fruits of that happen. Mm-hmm. Is it's so beneficial for her that it went went home with Kane. Like it's yeah. so beneficial. She doesn't have to reveal that it wasn't an idol. Nobody will know that it wasn't an idol, right? Same thing happened with Matt Blankenship. Same yeah. thing happened with Sarah in the pre-merge. Yeah. Well, no, Matt figured it out. Matt figured it out. He he figured it out, but he wasn't able to play it. He left the thing at yeah. home. So he wasn't able to actually he he figured he figured it, it out. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, so the fake idol thing, not exactly, didn't exactly go the way that the survivor <laughs> producers wanted it to go. I think it did though. Like there's, there's enough, there's enough confusion around that. Like it made for, it made for fun TV, even if it didn't go anywhere. Yes. So there was a funny, kind of like Rick Devins. Yes. There was a funny <laughs> confessional where Jamie was saying, I'm so glad I have an idol. I'm yeah. so glad I have an idol. So glad I have an idol. 13 and then it slowly it. fades in. <laughs> The editing, honestly, like editing Survivor has always been great, but over the last couple of seasons, the editing has re- they're doing new exciting things. Like we saw it with Carolyn's first intro, the breaking of the fourth wall, and hearing the producers say, like, this is the easiest one. <laughs> we we saw something that I thought was a little cute tonight. Uh and when I say it like that, I I do mean too cute. Um uh when Jam Jam uh Jeff asked Jam Jam about um what he thinks of the whispering jam jam says oh yeah um <laughs> i'm gonna need oh, some I, subtitles i'm gonna need some subtitles and it comes up the, as a subtitles yeah that's another little little subtle editing thing that um they've just been having a field day with renee pointed this out as well when we were watching that every single one of jam jam's like vote outs when he's like saying their names at the confessional booth, it's him like with wide eyes and like the biggest mouth and production has like slowed him down specifically, like every single time. So he's got like the biggest expression on his face, which I think is very funny. If you go oh, back yeah. and look, we didn't point out that that jam shame is on the war path of anybody who's voted for him in the past, mm-hmm. which gives him that sort of mafia boss narrative, which never works out well. I think this is why Carolyn is like going to overthrow him. You can see Jam Jam feeling good, feeling his oats, and saying, "I'm taking out anyone who votes for me." Well, he, just the sheer fact that he's he's like a cat with nine lives makes him yeah. a threat, yeah, more than and like I don't know that just puts him forward in a way that Carolyn hasn't been put forward. Yeah, and he's he's crafting. You can see Jam Jam crafting this narrative for himself and already crafting his final tribal speech, and I think that's really dangerous to do. Well, Jam Jam has this 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 meta quality to him where he mm-hmm. says everything that's on his mind and then you know playfully 
takes it yeah. all back or just, yeah, like, oh, yeah. maybe I shouldn't be saying that. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah. interesting. And it's honestly, when I have a, like, I, I tend to, to, to go around difficult situations that way as well. Like say everything. Yeah. And, like, and then like, I know why you would like tell somebody, I know why you would be mad and give all the reasons why they should be mad at me and be like, but I'm really sorry. You know, like that yeah. kind of thing. I do that when playing games. I, I tend to just talk my strategy out loud. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a, I, it, it is my, I mean, I'm giving uh, uh, this away, but when I play werewolf or any of those games, I just, yeah. I, I, that's how I play. I, I, I say everything. And sometimes yeah. I'm, I'm, I, 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 I lie and stuff, but mostly I try and tell the full truth. I, I sometimes hate being we- like werewolf. It's fun sometimes, but I, I also, I, I really like being like fully laying it all out there and saying yeah. exactly, but werewolf, you have to lie. So it's harder. Well, same, same in survivor, unless you don't, who knows? And I'm try- I'll try and track every time jam jam lies. Obviously he, ha- he'd have to lie for other people who have been blindsided to be, blind. he lied to Josh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're taking it so personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been also just one fun thing before we go to an ad break. Um, one thing I noticed is I think they're removing a piece from that chessboard at the voting booth every single time someone gets voted out. I think that's what production has been doing. I just feel oh, like I caught that today. So I was like, cute. there's there's not a lot of pieces on that chessboard left. And I went, oh, you're right. There aren't a lot of pieces on the chessboard. And so I think they've been removing that, which uh, I'm, I want to go back and see. But that's kind yeah. of a fun little thing that I noticed this time. Okay, I'm going to stop the recording. We'll take an ad break just so we don't get cut off. Okay. Okay. Um. So we're back from the ad break. Um. Uh, I, I hope guess... you went and bought whatever the ad said. Yeah. So I'm sure it was going to be very valuable for you. So um, for the viewers watching in Canada, if you watch the end of E.T., Canada and then watched into global that's uh, sorry watch global and it went into survivor you would have noticed a familiar face in a certain Subaru commercial were you in the commercial I was what I was watching on global yeah it was I think it was right after ET Canada ended oh see I came like with one minute remaining yeah. so I may have missed it dang oh I'm so bummed mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so, uh, and not quite like Cody playing during the airing of Survivor. I did, I went right before. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I wonder if any uh, listeners who know what I look like, Canadian listeners, would have caught that. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's probably as close as I'll come to being on Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that. Have you gotten your application in for the for next season? No, when are they due? Now. They're due right now. They're due all the time. But They're Jeff has been time. yeah, Jeff has been saying I feel like it's good to get them in now. I I, I need I to fill my past have have I've sent three in. I usually do it in September. Yeah. I the last one I sent in was I I don't know if I've sent one in in a bit. I've sent two in. I've sent, I think I've sent three in as well. But I'm I'm very excited for my my one that's upcoming because I'm going to to really frame it as the nerd, you know, as the Kane archetype because they certainly will want that same archetype from Canada. Um, They'll need you but, to wear glasses, or they won't. They won't <laughs> be like, "What? 
Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna frame it as the board gaming professional here because I also work basically run the World Series of board gaming that happens right. in Vegas, right. uh, where you can win twenty five thousand dollars for playing board games, and I've I've uh, moved up in the ranks of that, and so I'm just gonna frame it like I I run the whole thing, and which I which I kind of almost do. And but, you also played Fezziwig, and I did play not Fezziwig alongside Fezziwig. In A Christmas Carol. That's correct. <laughs> but aren't you doing a play soon? Yeah, I'll be in uh, Nova Scotia. If any of the listeners are in Nova Scotia, come see me at Shakespeare by the Sea. But that's for the plug section, Joel. Right. Sorry, sorry. Um, uh, okay, so the the challenge was uh, the holding the ball against the board thing. And I yep. think there's a new wrinkle to this challenge in that you're only allowed to keep one foot I believe that is thing. new, correct? Yeah, it seems new to me. Yep. Um, which I mean, this is one of the challenges I think I would be fully worst at. I would be like Carson and sit out if that was an option for Rice. Uh, I think I'd be okay at doing the standstill thing, but the 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 using your hands to hold something in spot, I am so fidgety. Yeah. I would I would just lose the pot quite quickly. I'm really hoping by the, the time that I'm on Survivor, there's a nice just like sit at a computer challenge because mm-hmm. that would like surf the web. How long can you surf the web? Like that would be pretty good for me. Well, that, I feel like that was a, an element of some challenge in uh, way back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just a reward. Oh, it was a reward where Keith they go asked, to an Internet cafe. Yeah. Was it Keith that asked his his girlfriend to marry him? Oh, over chat? I think over so. Chat, yeah. yeah. I think that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that There was no element of the challenge. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> that would be funny, them playing Snake. <laughs> now we're going to play Minesweeper. Go. Yeah. I feel like uh, Minesweeper, they could make that somehow into like a large scale. Yeah, yeah, I think they could actually. Yeah, in the sand. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen this challenge a thousand times. It's just like, okay, I feel like the challenges aren't for the super fans. Yeah, I, I but but I'm disappointed in that. I love seeing a fun, creative challenge. Yeah, but it's a lot of endurance. It, it's, I mean, because they're still in Fiji, because they got the storage lockers, because they yeah. made the challenges already, you just slap a new coat of paint on them and you just do it again. Yeah. I, that being said, it was still a fun challenge. Like, I, I was ro- really rooting for Danny because I knew Danny would be in trouble. And I thought... I feel like if Danny wasn't, wouldn't be in trouble, Franny would be in trouble. I feel like it was the two yeah. people that that of the Soka Alliance were probably most on the block. Then we see Heidi get all the votes, but yeah, know that Danny was on the block. That's true. And I thought when Danny did his mock reaction to him getting a vote, I was like, oh, you cocky. Girl, you cocky. You're going. I thought we were going to see the classic Jeff Probst blind size thing where he, he shows all the split votes and then yeah, gives and then just all the r- runs them down. Yeah. yeah. But that's not what happened. It was a really good reading of the votes, Jeff. If When you're mm-hmm. listening to this, I know you listen to this for feedback. Mm-hmm. Great uh, job. Uh, yeah. So we get back to tribal. I mean, we've we've half talked about all all, all of this, but yeah, I oh, I do want to talk about how Danny twice now has been the last guy standing on the the challenges, and then got mad when he lost. I think obviously they don't 
write this stuff, but it would be narratively um, cool if he won next week. Rule of threes and all that. Eh, I think it's more fun if he doesn't, if he falls short every time until yeah, he's eliminated. That's the that's... story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until the, the fire-making challenge. Yeah, where he takes it home. Yeah. Honestly, like, I, uh, Danny, I knew Danny would be fun TV, but he he's really stepped up in terms of maybe because he's the only person who's playing aggressively in this season. I think he's the only aggressive player left yeah. of like trying to push things like everyone else is, is playing well, right? Well, if people are learning or if people are, I'll say it being smart about this and seeing how the other winners have won. They're yeah. like, well, I got to play under the radar. I guess that's the way to do it. So that's yeah. why I appreciated Danny's move last week because if he was smart, he wouldn't have fucking done that. But it makes for good TV when you do that. Yeah. And it's exciting gameplay. Like, obviously, that's more fun to do that shit. So do that shit. But yeah. I get it. You're no, thinking, and- oh, you know what? I'll be a threat next week. A big move yeah. like this will put a target on my back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Again, with, with Danny playing that for Franny, like, it was the, the worst move to happen. I think that's all Tika's hand. If Tika had wanted, they would just be like, no, we're flipping. Like... Because Tika clearly told them, yeah, they're voting for Franny. Franny, play the idol. Mm-hmm. Right? But <laughs> Well, no. Tika Brandon, Brandon just... if you remember, told Danny and Heidi that they were voting for Franny. Oh, did Brandon do it? But I think yeah. Tika confirmed, right? Yeah. Like, if Tika's working with them, mm-hmm. then Tika goes, because they clearly were, because then they flipped on this time, then Tika would just need to flip a little bit earlier and it would have been completely fine as well but i think tika has been really good at getting those advantages out and the only advantage that's still in the game is carolyn's idol well and heidi's idol now too yeah i just realized something speaking of heidi's advantages if we're going by uh all the merge boots have been people who have voted out for voted for jam jam either on their way out or beforehand heidi's number is going to be up heidi Made Lauren vote for Jam Jam. Well, then, and, and then it depends on how how yeah. how Jam Jam sees it. He's like, well, yeah. Lauren voted for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he can swing it either way. It's perfect. Either either Lauren or Heidi go next week. Yeah. Jam Jam can say another person who voted for me gone. <laughs> he could say that if 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 it's Lauren and then Heidi. I hope Lauren goes just so Jam Jam could say that <laughs> mm-hmm. and have that moment. Yeah, that's fun. Um, okay, so yeah, we see when we get back. Um, oh, I wanted to bring up that Carson brought up that they eat papaya, dried, uh, unripe papaya crisp at the bottom of the pot. Yeah. And they showed that either last week or the week before. I had no idea what it was. I was like, what the fuck is that? What are they eating? And it's kind of, I, I can't, I, I can't picture what papaya is, but cooked fruit. The cooked unripe yeah. fruit at the bottom of a pan does sound pretty gross to me. Do you think there's no there's coconuts it. there because they've been using the same beach for, you know, seven seasons? Likely. <laughs> More than seven. It's likely. Yeah. All the breadfruit that uh, Tony and uh, and yeah, Tony 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 ate them dry. Yeah. It still hasn't gone grown back. You know mm-hmm. when you're fishing, you gotta fish only a little bit? No, Tony fished the whole ocean. <laughs> he fished out all the breadfruit in the jungle. He just uh he went to town on it. Him and his ladder. Yeah, yeah. Well that's why that nobody's made a ladder yet. Yeah. So now uh so uh 
we get we get Heidi, Franny, and Danny telling Jam Jam and Carolyn the plan. And then we see the the rat two people telling Jam Jam, Carolyn, and Carson the plan. Yeah. And then we see it from Carson and Jam Jam and Carolyn's perspective. They obviously have two different ways of going. So it's like it's it's pretty it's a pretty decent job they've done being able to have being able being trusted that much that they get they actually get to choose. Yeah. You know. I think I think there's a few elements of this. I think one is Carson's solid social game. Mm-hmm. I think Carson getting in with Ratu was so huge and shouldn't be like undervalued. I think he's been that like lifeline. And I also think Ratu's very clear like living in season four um, where they think they can just all stick together and go to the end right. inexplicably. Isn't there a tribe called Ratu in my, in uh, the Marquesas or uh, Rat- there's a tribe Ratu? called um, Nalia and then there's a tribe called Pascal mm, and they merge pretty called? early on. I, I want to know what that tribe is called now. I'm going to search Survivor Marquesas. But go on uh, about... Yeah, no, I think I think that's... that's It helps Tika be in that position. But I think Tika has done a good job of fostering that hate. That's the sort of strategy that I would like to do on Survivor, is foster people's animosity towards each other. That's why I'm constantly doing that with you and Cody when I'm on the podcast, just practicing those skills. So the, the tribe in... in uh... In Micronesia, not Micronesia, sorry, Marquesas was called Rotu. Rotu, right. Yeah. And uh, Vesepia was the last non-Rotu. Or wait, no, she she was a Rotu. can't remember. Yeah, but it was the Rotu 4. It was right, the Rotu 4 with John and the General and uh, right. those two other people. Um. Uh, but... I think about it like Carson made the right choice to go with Jam Jam and Carolyn in the pre-merge. Oh, yeah. Helen and Sarah, because he goes with the two people that are underestimated. And and I think as an extension, he's underestimated. Like see him, this little boy next to those two people don't see him as a threat, but see him nerdy jacked little boy next to two smart uh, young yeah. ladies, yeah. she's all of a sudden this um, threat. Yeah, I think it, I think it was a really good good play by Carson. I've just been I've been so impressed. It's the Catan theory. Anyone who puts Catan <laughs> on their bio is going to be a good player, and it you hasn't remember, failed me yet. Did you you remember we were low on him? We were low on him. I was low on him, and started. and I regret it. I mm-hmm. I even the Catan theory couldn't bring me back, but I'm never going to discount the Catan theory again. Did you uh, get him in the in the fantasy? No. I uh, chose I, Heidi instead. Heidi was I my last pick. I don't think um I think Ryan got him. Anyone keeps track of the 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 fantasy quite like Cody does. No, nah, I look at I look periodically and then I look at the end and I see what happened. Right. I I did quite poorly this year. I know the only guy I have left is Danny. Yeah. But he's a great pick. He's he going to win good. it all. He is good. Uh, if he not, wins, it's sort of a Tony story. I mean, he's not gonna. Carolyn's gonna win, but yeah, I think it's it's not even. It doesn't even look like he's gonna be the the Jesse 
I think he'll get voted out before. Now, can realistically, can anyone other than Carolyn Carson or Jam Jam win? I don't think Jam Jam can win. I don't. I think Jam Jam's no. gone. Not going to make the final. I think people are going to take final. Jam Jam out before. Like he's going to make the final episode, the finale. Yeah. 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 But he's uh, not going to make the final three. I think Franny, outside of those three, could win. Could win. Yeah. If she goes with okay, now now what if um, what if anyone goes with Lauren and Jamie? <laughs> Do they what win? Do I think so. Oh, so what yeah. if what if it's the final of Heidi, Lauren, Jamie? Heidi wins. Heidi wins of those three. Yeah, I think if that's Heidi's this, path if to if victory. She plays this idol right. So yeah. far, she hasn't like made like the greatest moves publicly the jam jam thing was questionable but i think she was also she was trying not to rock the boat which i understand yeah it was a, like was it was given, a bad she was move given a but... shitty, she was also given a shitty advantage yes yeah. just like a public steal a vote like that is kind of like at least with a steal a vote you can keep it a secret I yeah think. i mean she could have made lauren use her extra vote if she had any sense though yeah but she didn't that would have been good that would have been right, right. That would have been the correct. And then she'd at least have something on her resume. But I think she was just trying to not rock the boat and again, play that underrated game and that under like, and if she can argue it and say like, listen, I could have made Lauren play her extra vote, but I needed Lauren to be an additional target. Right. You can, you can argue that at final tribal. It's so funny that, that Jamie's um, fake idol is gone and all of them found out it was a fake idol when Matt, when they saw it on TV. Yeah, when they saw it on TV. It's the best thing for Jamie's game that it's gone. But but she can say, like, they they're, they might not believe her. Yeah. They That's might true. not believe her. So this might keep a target on her back. It is interesting that, that players are savvy enough to be planning for previous advantages. I'm happy there is no knowledge is power in the game. Oh, it doesn't look like there is. It doesn't look like there is, and it's not going to come in now. But I'm, uh, I think it's cool that players, you see the sort of meta game that's now evolved with, with super fans is, is trying to anticipate the, the, the twists, right? Yeah. And it is hard to anticipate the twists when you're on the island for sure. And uh, they don't know that do or die is, wasn't back last season too. Ugh. that, ugh, that was, I can't believe you reminded me of that, Joel. That was, that's, that's worse than edge of extinction to me. Yeah. I agree. That, that's got to be. I had, can't think of a of a worse twist in Survivor history. Had Lindsay or Deshaun even the have home? and the have nots in Fiji? Yeah, N- not not interested. Oh, well, that was also bullshit, no. I think but, do or do or die is worse than that. But yeah, probably had had either of them died, gone home, they would be not an asterisk on that vote out an asterisk on that entire game that entire yeah. season yeah absolutely the what ifs on that would be insane yeah i mean already it it's also overpowered because if you well deshaun should have gone home like if deshaun went home exactly. that would have been that would have been fine because everyone wanted him gone yeah. right so that would have been an okay result but lindsay being the only one to take out to take on jonathan just so stupid. Right, right. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's a very physical challenge, and we have one physical player. I guess let's just give them immunity mm-hmm. rather than have a challenge. 
Yeah, right. do or die was so garbage, and thankfully, it's not in this season. Confusing shit. The hourglass, not. I mean, a pretty stupid one, but maybe not the worst one ever. Yeah, do or die is worse than the hourglass. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Um, trying to think of other bad twists. There's just been a lot of stupid ones along the yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, knowledge, but the power, core gameplay is what keeps us coming back. I think, I think knowledge is power in theory is a frustrating thing to discuss, but in action, it's actually made for some like four now interesting moments of TV. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think knowledge is power is a very interesting thing. As long as you're not using it in conjunction with the code words, because the code words were so public that everybody yes. kind of knew about them. Yeah. And so then having knowledge is power. You kind of know exactly where everything is. Oh, so good. Uh, last, I think the best knowledge is power thing last was with Leanna. No, well, that was fun. No, my favorite is Jesse getting uh, Janine's idol from Dwight. Mm. Right before. Yeah, right uh, before that. Council. That was very exciting. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so then all because of the knowledge is power. Yeah. Uh, Jesse had Janine's idol for the whole. Season. Yeah, and nobody knew. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. And and we saw that in action tonight. Uh people switching around. Well, I thought matches. I thought Kane was leading up to maybe trying to vote out Jamie. I thought he was saying, I Kane is gonna play. He's gotta make a big move. I was like, okay, are you gonna take out Jamie and take this idol for yourself? Which is like a fake idol. I thought that was gonna be really exciting. But then Kane decided to stick to the status quo, and that's what happens. Yeah, I think Kane was a dud in both ways. He wasn't thinking 3d chess like that and he also wasn't like he wasn't like zane yeah he was too loyal yeah he wasn't a zane he wasn't a cane yeah and he wasn't a tony so and he wasn't able to stick no, around he wasn't gable er look at that that's that feels like a pretty good uh i, I think we've peaked to this episode i don't <laughs> okay, think we've got well, anything i, I mean yeah i think we say. have <laughs> We have spoken for a while, so we can, uh, uh, who, I mean, the pop of the, it's, it's hard, like this season to be like pop of the episode. It's Carolyn. It's always Carolyn. It's Carolyn every single episode. It's Carolyn yeah. or Jam Jam or Carson, right? Carson. I've been, oh, I'm so happy that Carson is on the show. He's been like the, such the, I knew Carolyn and Jam Jam were going to be so fun, but yeah. Carson, I had no expectations for, and he's been such an awesome player, so charming, so likable. Even like, through his like weakness this week, and I'm I'm yeah. hoping the rice will sort of push him forward and be. Yeah. But even like last week, which we didn't mention on the pod, I wish we had. But Carolyn is getting stuck in the mud. Carson's <laughs> over there going, "You can do it." <laughs> Oh, Carolyn, you're you're doing great. You got it, Carolyn. Carolyn, you can do it. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe like stabilize yourself and then like twist, twist more. <laughs> grab the net. I think that's what everybody else was doing. Yeah, it was just the best. And yeah. him, him crawling into the bush and barfing is pretty awesome. I feel like that's going to be a good gif. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think Carson is just such a delight. He's such a clear fan. And he's, I loved him even saying, yeah, buddy, you know, it's Survivor. That's what you sign up for. And like being excited. That's, that's what I'm doing. He's not from Minnesota. But that's what he sounds like. He's like, hey, Sarah, (laughs) how are you? Oh, you're getting closer. You're getting closer. (laughs) Carolyn, 
Carolyn and Jam Jam are my alliance members. I, I think oh. my Cody Crane is better than your Carson. No, no, no. This is this is it. He we don't do we don't do visits from Tony or Rupert anymore. But, no, you but, you you keep yourself up. You do look a little tired though, Joel. <laughs> Cody would be mad if we got a visit from Tony and Rupert while he wasn't here. I'll tell you that. Hey, doesn't matter. Hey, Tony. <laughs> oh no, that's not. Tony. I'm up in a tree. That's not. A moment. Tony. Give me. Give me one moment. It's give a Tony imposter. Nah, that's like you're, that's a you're Tony imposter. That's it's a that's, clone. That's War it's Dog. A clone. Yeah, that's yeah, War Dog right there. Did I tell you in in season uh, season thirty four about my clones? Yeah. Um, two rocks. But two rocks in my pocket representing my wife and my right. my child. Tony and I'm going to give them away. I'm going to give them. I'm going to give them to other people. But then they're just going to be rocks. And I'm going to have the real clones in my pocket. And they'll be sitting there on the jury with a bunch of rocks. That's smart guy. Smart guy. Those Tony clones should have been an item on Ghost Island. Yeah, I agree. And I really do think that we are going to get this season. This is a spoiler for the rest of the, of the season, but the final challenge, you know, where they all run around the island for zero reason and find an advantage uh, mm-hmm. for that final challenge. Well, they oh, are going to have to find Tony somewhere on the wow. island. You know what? Yeah. I think that you were on that Reddit spoilers thread. Yeah. You got spoiled. I got spoiled, but I'm I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. Um. Okay, so let's who other than Jim and Carolyn and Carson and Carson, Danny, Danny, Danny's my pop. Yeah, I love Danny's sort of aggression. He's like he's fired up, and I and I love. I I think he's. I think Danny's been really fun. I think he's he's done. He's given us a lot of fun moments, and he's been really great TV. Been a fun. It was a fun perspective on the uh, the rice thing. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't love seeing the race negotiation on TV, but I would definitely not be in the, the Danny camp on the island. I'd be like, no, let's fucking get rice. Come on. Um, I, w- I would like to think I'd be on the Danny camp. But in in theory, but I... But I'm always, fine with people sitting out. If people want to sit out, I'm not going to sit out. Well, yeah, sure. You all, But you always hear from the people that it's it, it, you're so much more hungry than we yeah. even realize yeah um so yeah i think to, uh danny was a big pop i think uh interestingly franny got the the perspective confessional about carolyn so i just think that maybe franny and carolyn is an important relationship to keep an eye on mm-hmm. i'm not maybe saying they'll, they'll turn around and and take out jam at some point yeah and yeah and I feel like they wouldn't put in that thing about Franny wanting to get out the Tika people. unless If that's not going to be a narrative. Later. Yeah, that's going to happen next next episode. But again, in terms of boot order for Tika, it's Jam Jam first, then it's Carson, then it's Carolyn. Well, and that's in terms of like how big the yeah. perceived threats of them as well. 100%. Um, it's all about perception in the end. So we're here down at final eight, final eight now. Yeah. Carolyn's got two people in front of her, gets her to final mm-hmm. six. She has her idol. Like Carolyn's a lock. So who is your prediction prediction for the final eight? For the final eight? Yeah, uh, I, I've got a pretty good prediction of who is going to be in the final eight. 
Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be, you know, Carolyn, Jam Jam Carson. Who's going to be in the final Lauren. seven? Uh, <laughs> um, that's a good question. I think we're not going to see a Tika member go next week. So I think we are going to see Danny go. Hmm. Okay. See, I don't I... want it to happen, but I'd love to see Lauren go. But I, I feel... I feel like it's got to be a bigger player, quote unquote, who goes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe they don't believe Jamie about how she doesn't they, have the idol. She doesn't have the idol and maybe they yeah. win for her as well. Yeah, that would be great. So that's, that's my, that's my prediction right now. But I, I mean, I never remember my predictions week to week <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty consistently wrong. So. Yeah, it's interesting from like Tika's perspective, because clearly Tika are the heroes. What makes the most sense for them? And I think it would be, I don't know, do they take out Jamie and hope that Lauren works with them to disband Soka? I think they do take out Jamie and then they still have Danny and Franny as like the quote unquote threats, right? Mm-hmm. And say, listen, we got if they get the, if they get to the end, they're gonna win. Right. You need those people. If you take out Danny. Then it's four versus three Tika, and then there's a higher chance for the four to band against you, right? Or at least take Jam out, which might happen, which is fine if you're Carolyn and Carson, but. Huh. Not I think the wise. smart move for Tika, it is to take out another Ratu, but I think Danny might go. I don't know. It's exciting. It's exciting to consider. Like, I'm hoping they make the right move for themselves. I'm also excited to see if and when. They turn on each other. They turn on each other. Or if a new alliances start, you know, some sort of strike force of Franny and Carson and Carson or Franny and the two girls from Ratu. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. In the preview, we got Danny talking to Lauren and I don't feel like that's a actual relationship that would last. They're kind of a rivalry. Yeah. They're they're one of the top fifteen biggest survivor rivalries. You know what rivalry I I I liked and I wanted wanted to see more of? Which? Um uh Josh and Jam Jam. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was a good rivalry. Mm-hmm. I'm happy the way it ended. Yeah. Because no, Josh was as bad as Lauren is at the game. I think worse. I think um uh And Jamie. And the and Kane. Yeah. <laughs> and the entire Ratu tribe. The Ratu tribe is bad. They've just been bad at this game. Matt Matt would was was Matt good. was the Matt, Matt was good. I'm excited for when he plays again because he will. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, he I I haven't thought about him as a penner type, but he was sort of a penner type going yeah. going out right before the merge and uh, uh kind of an unfortunate medevac. Yeah. Um yeah, it would be great to see Matt's penner turn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how um, the Tika three is going to get to the final, to the finale night, but I'm excited to watch it happen. And I know it's going to happen. <laughs> I really, I mean, I, I can see Jam Jam being sort of a, uh, a Christian or a Kellen boot. Right yeah. Before the, yeah. Yeah. The six finale. or he's going out six or five. Yeah. But yeah, they could be, it could be Carson and Carolyn's time to flip on him, but I think they wait one more episode and then they say, listen, we'll take out Jam Jam. Because I think Carolyn needs that on her resume. And I think she needs to, if, if Carolyn can time it out of getting Jam Jam out and then using her idol, even get somebody else out mm-hmm. and making her way to, to the final four. Oh, 
She's gonna, she's gonna peak. Carolyn's gonna peak at the right moment, just like Marianne. It fucking, but it worked for Marianne to, mm-hmm. to, that she kept her idol all the way to tribal too. True, yeah. tribal, and that could work for that Carolyn. could work for Carolyn as well. Yeah. yeah, she could say, "Listen, I was so in the know. I didn't need it." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, thank you, Chris, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. This likely, was fun. likely you'll be on for the finale. We've done that in the past, right? I assume so. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll see you back then. I'm glad you got to come on and uh, we'll get Cody's thoughts on this episode next week. I'm glad Cody wasn't here to tear us both apart, Joel. I, I feel know. like He's we really bonded here. us against each other. Yeah, that's why and, you and I are the strongest alliance. Um, uh, and I guess I just, you can plug room and board. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you, uh, if you exist on YouTube, go give me a subscribe or something. That'd be great. I just and, hit uh, 10,000 subscribers. I'm almost at 11,000. Hell so, uh, yeah, brother. Good Yeah, it's you. pretty cool. And you got um, a Patreon? I do. Yeah, I have a little Patreon. But uh, if you do anything, like you don't have to subscribe, but I did a really cool board game rap that I'm very proud of. So I think that's worth worthwhile checking out, even if you don't like hardcore like board games. And uh, you're going to be in As You Like It in Nova Scotia. Uh, yeah, Romeo and Juliet and Pinocchio, the thruple. Are you actually in As You Like It? No, I'm in Romeo and Juliet and uh, Pinocchio. Okay. But I like saying it as if it's one play. Romeo, Juliet, and, and Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> what would that little guy... What hell would he cause with the Montagues and Capulets? I mean, it's basically just taking the same... Uh, the role of Paris, right? Who Juliet's supposed to wed, except she's supposed to wed uh, Pinocchio. That That's where funny. he'd slot in. But then Juliet actually starts actually, falling for him. Pinocchio as Mercutio. Mm. Something darker, you know? <laughs> um, okay, and uh, I guess for me, plugging, I, I mean, I just did my album recording. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's very funny. Everybody look for it. Oh, yes. Chris look, and Look Cody at you, Mr. Pizza. Well, you have to yeah. know that. You yeah. have to listen yeah. to it to find out that reference. So I don't have much to plug right now. Also, my weekly show uh, just came to an end, so I don't have much stand-up comedy to plug for the Toronto listeners. But uh, otherwise, you can you'll, you can check out all the Calgary listeners can check out Cody mm-hmm. at the Calgary Fan Expo. Yep, doing, doing spooked his other podcast, and his uh, he's going to have an offshoot um, where it's him and uh, it's going to be called Kane and Gabler, and. Uh, him, Kane, and Gabler are going to talk and, about and uh, rivalries. McAvoy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Kane. We didn't talk much about Kane, but there's not much to talk about, I guess. I think we talked enough about Kane. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, and uh, blessings. And remember to rate, review, subscribe. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar Network.